Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Usually a good cross sign. There we go. It's recording now. Yeah. Right. So now it's recording? Yeah. So um, we were here last week when we did Night Strike. Yes. Oh, yeah, because we couldn't do it last night, could we? Because um, it went late. All right, then. All right, we're set. We're recording. So. Let's get into reviews, then. No, take it. Well, we can't review it. We haven't done it yet. Um. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, <don't even> <laughs> yeah, let's review that show we haven't watched. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> well, stuff happened with uh, Bo Dallas, I think, probably. No, no, anyway. <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> Hang on, let me get my headset on. Fine enough, I've seen that bully thing that DM would on, on Facebook, which was quite hilarious. You're going to edit all this out, aren't you? Uh, probably not. <laughs> okay, you'll just leave it all in. I'll go, fuck. Yeah, uh, intro. <laughs> Come on. You set? I'm ready. I'm just waiting for you to bring us in. No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for him to say he's got his headset on. Oh. What the hell? Damn it. It's bloody headset. Damn! Okay. And... Okay. Now it's in. All done. Okay, let's rock and roll then. Hello, everybody, and welcome to part of your Beyond the Mad Fantasy for this week. Well... It's been a bit of an adventure today. First, I was like, okay, well, I've been up since 4 a.m. Well, no, sorry, 3 a.m. I've been up since uh, for a change because uh, I, I, started, I started earlier. So I was like, guys, I am fucking shattered. Uh, I will not be engaged on the show today, so let's uh, do it tomorrow. And then we were, and then for some reason I got in my head that, like, oh, no, that would mean we'd have to do it super late, even though it's that's not the case at all. That would be just the normal time we start on Mondays. Um, so then I was like, okay, you know, right, no, we'll do half today and half tomorrow. So then we were like, okay, we'll do Nitro today and we'll do ROH and do it BF tomorrow because it means if we do it tomorrow, I'll have the chance to finish Raw and possibly get that done for tomorrow as well. Then we got on, and then the Sky player didn't work. <laughs> no, it did not. So I had to screw with us. Um, so now we have reverse roles. Now I am recording... And DM is playing. So, uh, yeah, we've got... He's got all the files and stuff. So, as I said, we ended up wasting an hour anyway. So the backup plan probably works out best. Because uh, I do want to go to bed at some point. So, what we're going to do... Uh, so, what we're going to do tonight... Obviously, we're going to do Nitro and then Nitro Reviews. Tomorrow, we will be doing the Ring of Honor pay-per-view and the Ring of Honor Reviews. And if I get it done in time, there will be a Raw as well. Uh, so that's uh, that's what's going to happen. Uh, just so it means I can be more engaged with JJ's pay per view because that'll be the longer one, obviously, because it would be in the pay per view. And it just means this is going to be weird because I'm so used to sending you the files. Now it's going to be the other way around. Absolutely. Oh, if it yeah. continues this way with my Skype player not working, um, then it will be the other way around. And it'll be me doing the editing and the uploading, which will uh, be different. That'll be fun. 
Um, so, yeah, with that said, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, get into our show for tonight, uh, which will be Nitro. Let's get into it. Monday <laughs> Nitro, official enacting general manager, huh? I, James J. Dillon. I'm going to retcon uh, inadequacy. You're going to retcon? World champion. Blair. Over the last two weeks, Ric Flair has retained his championship by nefarious means. Tonight, Ricky Steamboat is back in action after passing medical testing. Barry Windham will be in action as well, as well as Brett, the hitman, Hart. As all three of them are going to be in a triple threat bout with the winner to face Ric Flair at Clash of the Champions. Tonight also, Dustin Rhodes will be squaring off against Alexander Rusev in a special interpromotional bout featuring the NWA's Kenta Kobashi squaring off Ooh. against New Japan's FIP World Champion Prince Devitt. And our main event tonight will feature a very special main event indeed as it will be defending World Heavyweight title, Ric Flair, against Pearl of the Orient, the great Muta. Oh. Hitman! 
Yeah. That's my pick. There is my pick right there. Not just in, because he's in a storyline with Ric Flair last week. That's totally not just the reason. Although it is the logical. That is why he's going to win. <laughs> you think so? Let's see if it pays off. In a storyline with Flair, of course he's winning. You're not winning. Sun will come and fuck you. True. You ain't gonna win it. <laughs> Burning things off hot. It was the triple threat as promised. Steamboat Hart and Wyndham in the ring as the bell sounded off and it just exploded into exactly what you thought it would be. Ricky keeping to his high-flying game. Brett choosing his technical route while Wyndham was the powerhouse who got tossed to the floor more times than he wanted. He let his temper get the best of him through most of the bout as Steamboat and Brett were left alone in the ring, having the Starcade rematch that nearly intended. So Wyndham was able to break it up and got some of the holes at pinfalls, nearly scoring the win a couple of times as the match continued. Brett started gaining the advantage, having Wyndham locked on a sharpshooter, pulling back on the legs. But it was broken up as Sebo dropped Brett with a flying chop. He got his bearings together, slamming him down with a double underhook suplex, going right back to the rope to finish the job. But Brett would meet him up there as the two would bet off for dominance. Wyndham, though, got underneath both of them and would powerbomb both of them down. Oh. He would drop Steve out with a shoulder tackle to the outside, going after Brett, who caught him off guard, nearly scoring the win with a small package. <laughs> Ricky on the floor made to re-enter as he was pulled down and slammed into the stairs. By Richie Steamboat. Oh, I told you. He had some kind of baton in his hand, pushing the refs away and started to slug away at his head, easily busting Ricky open as officials pull him away. As back Ooh. in the ring, Brett slammed Wyndham with a backbreaker, dropping the elbow over his head and went for the finish. Will Wyndham, though, kick Brett off to the ropes, who slammed him into a groggy Steamboat, who hit the floor holding his head. Wyndham catching Brett with the Widowmaker clothesline. What? 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 Our opening contest, Barry, the Widowmaker, 
Wyndham, who is now the number one contender to Ric Flair's title. You hold a lot of resentment towards Ric Flair. We're all curious on your thoughts heading into the big event in just a couple of weeks' time. you damn right I hold a lot of resentment. You see, Ric Flair, he screwed us. He screwed me. He screwed the world. Allowing the Bullet Club to run wild and turn his back on us. At Clash of the Champions, him losing the title, that's the least of his worries. His life is in impertinent danger. And like it or not, I'm a horseman. And you can't take that away from me. Because at Clash of the Champions, I'm going to rip your head off and bring prestige back to that world title. Well, thank you, Barry Wyndham. We also got a quick medical update uh, all over the break. Ricky Steamboat has been taken to the trainer's room. He is okay. Just busted open real bad. You saw that, right? <laughs> you saw that. Oh, you God. saw how I screwed him out of the title, right? Y'all saw that. Ooh. Here's the skinny steamboat. Every day of your life, I'm going to be there and ruin your day. I'm going to be there when you do your laundry. I'm going to be there when you go grocery shopping. When you're sleeping in bed, I'll be there to ruin your day. If you think oh, a little gash on your head is bad, Ooh. you're just waiting to what I do next. This is how it's going to end. This is how it's going to end. You want this to end, Steamboat? Meet me at Clash of the Champions. No disqualifications. You beat me this time. <laughs> you beat me this time. I'm gone. gone. You know what? Just fire his ass. He don't belong here in the MWA. Away from all this oppression and defame. One of us is done. I clash with the champion steamboat. And it's either going to be by my hands or by yours. End me, or I swear I'll end you. Oh, gosh. Contest. One ball will have a 20 minute time limit. Introducing first, being led down the aisle by his legal representation, David Otunga, representing the great country of Russia. He is at pending at 191 kilos. Rusev! That is gold dust. And his opponent from Austin, Texas, weighing in at 251 pounds, Justin.
Well, Dustin, defending your brother's honour or whatever the fuck you're doing, you're going down. <laughs> you have to sir. say that. <laughs> God, Paul, oh, man. Woo. You just have to say that. here as Dustin jumped the gun once he got on the ring, beating the hell out of Rusev, coming over his back and nailed him with uppercuts. Rusev will push him back but doesn't refuse to stop. Going right for him and tackled him through the ropes to the floor. Whoa, he's taking it to him. Kicks and punches, tossing him to the stairs as Latunga screamed out that he was cheating. Dustin grabbing him and just shoved him on his ass, only get nailed in the face by Rusev who slammed him hard into the post and slammed him through the barricade. Oh. He would toss Dustin back into the ring and would just pound and hammer on him, working to his back and spine, slamming him hard into the buckle and upon the canvas, looking to literally break him. Otunga yelling at him to finish the job as Rusev set him up. But Dustin fought free, now starting to use that rough neck offense, catching him off guard, and slammed him with the Lone Star! Oh, awesome. uh. He rolled to his feet, pulling himself up. Otunga getting the rough distracted as Dustin pushed him off, avoiding a kick from Rusev as he rolls him up for a second one. But he fought free, hitting kidney shots and then a kick to the jaw, followed by the Dominator Slam. Oh, damn it. With that step upon his back and would lock him side with the accolade. He would pull back firmly as Dustin had no choice but to tap out on the matter as the ref called for the bell. Stop, Rusev. Rusev would pull back further, refusing to let go as Otunga was claiming that it was self-defense. But he was hit off by Cody Rhodes, who would explode on him. Yes. He would hit to his head and get him off. Rusev missing a kick as Cody nailed him with a disaster kick. Rusev rolling to the outside as Cody going through the ropes, tackling him into a table. <laughs> Cody was a man possessed as Rusev picked him up and just tossed him with ease, charging. But Rhodes dropped him with a toe hold into the stairs. Yeah. He grabbed one of the TV monitors and bashed him over the head. Cody would have did more, but security came down on the ring, trying to keep things separated as it was total chaos. Nitro cutting to a break. Wow. Cody ain't having none of that. Hmm. Security was oh shit. At Starcade 6. Damn it, not this shit again. Into Chicago with hopes and dreams of becoming the United States champion. And after a hard fought battle, Poe Dallas was able to achieve the impossible. We already Instead know. Of celebrating just in the ring, he took his celebration on tour. As this week he found himself inside of all my children's orphanage, preaching the good name to believe. Orphanage. Now I know you children all sit here wondering this ain't where PG, your mommy and daddy are. The truth is, they dropped you off because they didn't want you. And it's not because they didn't love you. It's because they didn't know how to love you. But see, you're surrounded by family. 
brothers and sisters just like you, young and old, and you can all take care of each other. You see, it's not that nobody loves you. It's that nobody loves you today. But tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is a new start. Tomorrow is a new beginning. And you cannot have change without challenge. And since all of you children, all of you children have the hopes, desires, and dreams to one day not only be adopted and have a family of your own, a family like I had, where I was brought up good, loved, nurtured, and cared for. All you have to do is reach for the stars, hope, and try your hardest, and I promise you, everything will work out okay. God damn it, please. Bo would then walk around the entire compound, handing out milk and cookies. He then sat everyone down, teenagers included, and got an advanced copy of Starcade 6, making sure to turn the volume up for those that couldn't see because they were blind. Oh, didn't really help much of the devil, oh, still, yeah, he's had the video, and he played him beating Hayabusa twice on the monitor, showing if you believe you can achieve. Oh, God. I just want to say that all these gifts are for you. The t-shirts, the new Bully Bear, posters, and of course this check for $1,000 so you guys can use it to get the NWA Network where you can watch me defend the title for our troops. For you guys, for all of the children, the men and the women all over the world, this title belt is not just a victory for me, it's a victory for each and every one of you. And also, unfortunately, my manager, Bobby Heenan, was unable to send anything this week. But he did mention, though, if he had the money, he would send all of you to a camp. Something about a camp of concentration, but still, oh, it's for the fuck's sake. And as long as you believe, <laughs> you will get your hopes and your dreams. I thank every single one of you for coming today. Now, please shoot for the stars, say your prayers, take your vitamins, work hard, and don't forget to always believe. Believe this. Vote Alice. Inspiration, champion, American. Nazi. It's <laughs> absolute bullshit, man. Believe this, douche. Something my you know what. He's the champion. I don't give That's a shit. U.S. champion, there, folks. I hope you're proud of yourself, Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Oh, I love him. I love him. He's the greatest client in the world. He's the greatest champion in the world, Humanoid. Don't you understand that? There were tears in those kids' eyes. Tears. Yeah. There were ones. Welcome back to Monday Night Pro, folks. Anyway, uh, we hope that we have a safe night for the rest of the night. Our last match ended clean, but Cody Rhodes came down and just mauled at Rusev. The folks were still standing at the end of the mauling, and I have been giving word during the commercial break that Cody Rhodes has called for a match later tonight against Rusev, and it has been granted. So stay tuned for that one. Wow. Let's take you back Thanks to the so ring. Much. Mm. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this contest scheduled for one fall will be for the FIP World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, oh, oh. oh this is going to be close. Oh, shit. How the fuck is Kaboshi in the white range for this? Introducing first, the National Music Alliance, It's going to be bad. Kabashi brought chops to a gunfight. It's going to be chops, punches and kicks. And perhaps blood will be spilled. Brought chops to a gunfight. Facing off against Kenta Bashi. He was taking this very seriously. Actually, he's telling Serena to go to the back and get the ice packs ready as the bell sounded. Right off the bat, Devin went for his MMA background striking game. Kenta was a little bit too big for that, was able to chop and slam Devin down easily, catching him with one hell of a kick to the face, actually blasting Devin over the eye, cutting him open. Ooh. Oh my god. God, that's turned out mostly still. in Kenta's favor. Slamming Devin all around the ring and nearly breaking him in completely in half. Devin refusing oh. to stop the bow and he was kicked over the face, looking as if he was in another orbit. <laughs> Kenta raised him up for the burning hammer. Devin somehow able to fight free, surprising him with a shot to the head, then a knee to the face. He would hit Kenta from all sides and was able to slam him once. Climbing the top rope, go over the double foot curb stomp. But he missed as Kenta caught him on the way down with a straight kick to the fucking chest. Followed by a clothesline. Oh, God. He set him on top and looked to end this game. Devin fighting back and was able to push Kenta off the rope. Quickly leaping off and connected with the double foot curb stomp to the back of his head. He rolled to the corner and didn't waste any time, hitting him with the silver bullet. Oh. And oh. scored the win. Devin looked beaten up, rolling out of the ring, actually needing a ring hand to help him to the back. He won this fight by knockout. He was probably lucky to have that. 12 and a half minutes, and he still retained the FIP championship belt. Looking absolutely worn out and tired, making his way to the back. Oh, hey. Wow. 
I wouldn't say that, Carl. I'm actually I'm impressed. Majorly impressed with that. The fuck? What's he the fuck? Jesus, did you not hear how he's got another match? With Cody. Did you not hear that, Carl? Yeah. Introducing back to the ring, and he led down the aisle by his legal consort, David Otunga, from Russia, weighing in at 191 kilos, Rusev! What is guy pulling double duty? <laughs> Rusev has wrestled once already tonight. She's already wrestled tonight, so Cody might have the advantage over it. Yeah, and he is a big guy. You think about it, Cody's got the screen. Cody against Rusev. The match from last week as Cody slid to the floor and attacked him just like he did the week before. Rusev fighting back and just tossed him into the ring. Cody blasted him with a disaster kick, then dropped him in the corner, hammering to his head. Rusev hoisted him up and just powerbombed him down, then blasted him with a kick to the jaw. Rusev started to take control and began slamming Cody around, beating the hell out of him and just tossed him to the floor. Put the bad mouth on him as Cody rolled back inside. Rusev continuing to just beat upon him, tossing him hard into the ropes and dropped him with a Samoan drop. Oh. He would climb the top rope, but Cody somehow got a second win, causing Rusev to clutch the rope and was able to pull him down. But Rusev just pushed him back and charged in, missing a clothesline as Cody caught him with a crossbody. But Rusev just held him and flung him across the ring. Oh. Charged in and missed rim in the buckle. Cody going for crossroads. But Rusev pushed him off right into the ref, whom held his eye. Otunga re-entering the ring, going for Cody. But Dustin tackled him down and dragged him to the floor. He was going to keep this as fair as he could as Rusev went for that kick. But he missed. Cody dropping him with crossroads. He then went for the cover. <laughs> but he was hit over the back of the steel chair by C. Why are you suing for? Dustin coming into the ring. A pug nailed him over the skull, knocking him out. Pug went hit Cody over the back. 
raising it up, but the chair was pulled from his hand by Dusty Rhodes. He started coming away at Punk until he was kicked in the face by Rusev. Hook would yell at Cody and have Rusev lock him in the accolade, having him watch as Punk nailed Dusty with the GTS. Oh, God damn it. He would pick up the chair, yelling at Cody that this was all his fault, raising the chair up and crack the chair uh, over the back of Dusty's head. Uh, <laughs> Dustin tried to get in, but Otunga clobbered him down as Cody couldn't get out of the accolade. Punk slapping him over the face and would hit Dusty again with the steel chair. Oh. Came back from break as cameras caught paramedics taking Dusty inside the ambulance. They were going to the hospital as Dustin would walk inside and told Cody that everything would be okay as the ambulance would drive off. But he would hold his head looking over seeing a cameraman. This is on, right? Make sure that Punk sees this then. Punk, next time we cross... The guy that killed Bruiser Brody will be pardoned compared to what I'm going to do to you. <laughs> Everyone has a darkness inside of them. You have pushed me to my limit. Is that David? Punk, I'm taking you, everything you stand for, and everyone that is associated with you out. This ends with you being erased. Oh! Wow. Whew. That's tense right there, man. Yeah, this I just was, in. Uh, Nitro. Just off ago, the air. We off air, folks. Cody Rhodes, uh, we apologize for the comments made on behalf of Cody Rhodes. Uh, obviously very frustrated. We had no idea that CM Punk was even in the building. We have been told by security that he has left. He, Otunga, and Rusev have left. It's a weird combination right there, but Otunga is definitely, definitely in charge of uh, both of their, apparently both of their cases. I don't know what to say, and things are definitely going to heat up, and Otunga we've been also told has, that yeah. during the break, a match has been signed, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it will be for Clash of the Champions, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus his son, Richie Steamboat. We're going to take you to those exclusive oh, comments fuck. right out of the trainer's room. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. It's been chaotic here tonight on Monday Nitro. It has been absolutely nuts and crazy. You had a chance to get the number one contendership for the world title, a title that you almost won two weeks ago, but Flair hit you with a low blow. Dylan granted you a rematch and a triple threat. Obviously, you have to feel cheated. Richie threw down the challenge, saying that it has to end with one of you still standing. Your comments. I just spoke to James J. Dillon. I just got out of the trainer's room, and he's giving me some time, some time to heal. Because when I come back, it will be a clash of the champions. And me and Richie are going to have that fight. It is something that I wish I didn't have to do. At Starcade 6, I tried to wrestle him. 
I tried to be as calm as I could. But now he's pushed it way too far. He wants to end this, then we're going to end it. I put a special clause in the contract. Whoever loses must leave the NWA. Oh, oh God, it will be I a career-ending match, father versus son. Something I don't want to have to do, but he forced my hand. Richie, this is what you wanted, and as your father, I'm only going to give you exactly what you want. I knew that was going to happen at some point. Ladies and gentlemen, please pardon the intrusion. I am C.J. Parker, your environmental savior. (laughs) And over the last almost year, I have done absolutely nothing but try to convince you people littering, trash, carcinogens, and everything that you people ingest, reject, toss away on the floor is hurting the environment. I even teamed up with the WWF to try and clean the National Wrestling Alliance, New Japan, the entire world up. But apparently you people don't care. You don't care about the planet. You don't care about yourselves. While I no longer have legal representation, they took the money and left. I'm on my own. I'm all on my own. As even Psychosis and Heath Slater have pulled away from me, I am a lone man on the totem pole all by myself. I have done protesting. I have gone all over the country trying to get my message across. I am shunned out of buildings. I am shunned out of establishments. I am turned away everywhere. There was a revelation last week. A revelation as I sat in my home and I started to think and wonder, why don't you people care about the environment as much as I do? All I'm trying to do is enrich your lives. I'm not trying to hurt you or tell you how to live. I'm just trying to teach you how to survive. And then it dawned upon me, I'm going about it the wrong way. This entire time, I have been force-feeding you the information. I have been pestering you. I have been going around making it a nuisance. And for that, I apologize. Glad you realized. Yeah, Starting tonight, I have a new quest. I'm going to bring light to everything because I have figured it out. The reason why you people don't care about the planet is because you people don't care about yourselves. (laughs) And that's a sad, sad thing to realize. You people, all you people, you all need Jesus in your life. What? What? Yes, it's true. And I know you're all going to reject it at first. But starting from this day forward, I forgive each and every single one of you. Doing the things that you do, doing the things you have done, I forgive each and every one of you. And together, together, not only are we going to make this place cleaner and greener, not only for the ecosystem and for ourselves, we will make ourselves cleaner and wash away all of the impurities deep within our hearts. Ladies and gentlemen, starting next week, I am going to hold a massive worldwide first time ever prayer here on Monday Nitro. I hope all of you will join me 
in the first ever World National Prayer. A peace summit, if you will. I thank you all for your time. Enjoy your main event. Please, I beg you, don't go that far, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is going to get worse. Yes, it is. God damn it. Ah, uh, uh, shit. <laughs> it's Muta. Great motherfucking Muta. With a Rich double F in fucking. <laughs> Which player's going to be walking out with the green miss in his eyes? He'll be sitting green in the mirror when he wakes up. Muta's going to hit him with that spinning wizard and knock him out cold. And then Flo will be like, where the hell am I? Position on the best contest, get off for one fall, will be Ford World Heavyweight Championship. Introducing first from Japan, weighing at 227 pounds, the Pearl of the Orient, the Great. Yeah, Muta. Walk out in one place, I guarantee you that. Ned Chabot! <laughs> what? <laughs> Ned Chabot, Just stay alive. Muda going fright for Flair, hitting it from all angles of the ring. As these two literally had a 30-minute classic on free TV. 
Luda had the advantage for 70% of the match. Flair on three occasions tried to cheat the victory. And Luda was too privy to that. Tossing him to the corner and nailed him with a cartwheel back elbow, dropping him with the bulldog. He climbed the top rope and left off with the moonsault. He moved to the corner, getting ready for it, and went for the shining wizard. But Liz oh. caught his foot, preventing him from moving far as Muda kicked her off and gave Flair a chance to escape for a moment. Oh. He went ahead for the back, but Muda dropped him on the ramp and nailed him with the running clothesline. He tossed him back inside, climbing the rope, and nailed the moonsault, covering, but only oh, yeah. got a two as Liz put Flair's foot oh, yeah. on the rope. Uh, Muda would roll after her, causing her to leave the ring. Heading back inside as Flair would gouge the eye and started to retake control. Dropping Muda down and went for the figure four. But Muda just kicked him off over the head. He dropped him down and charged in. Flair tossing him to the buckle and dropped him with a back suplex while holding the tights. Vintage Flair. His title and rose it up with a grin. Knowing he was able to outsmart Muda here tonight, he blasted the ref. Going after Flair, who quickly hightailed it out of there. Not wanting any part of Muda, who was barreling after him. Yeah, man, Flair. He dodged the bullet that time. All right, folks, I'm Kevin Kelly, and I'm standing here waiting for Ric Flair. Ric Flair, you just defended the title against the great mooner. The press is going absolutely wild. Uh, don't worry, you're going to be safe here in the green booth. Uh, we just want to know your thoughts on upcoming challenger Barry Windham at Clash of the Champions. Windham is challenging me, the 17-time greatest world heavyweight champion of the world he wants to fight me a guy that i picked from the ground up that i trained that i taught how to walk how to fight how to dress how to walk how to talk how to be a horseman how to be a performer how to be a wrestler he wants a shot at the gold well guess what pal at class of the champions you saw what i did to muda he beat me and i still walked away champion bret hart did the same thing rick simo did the same thing everyone on this whole damn roster has tried to do the same thing rick flair has held this title longer than any world champion has ever held the title belt and there is no one that's going to take it away from me especially you barry windham and if you were here in front of me i would tell it right to your face because god knows you don't have the talent you don't have the look you don't have the desire you don't have the drive you don't have anything you don't even have a speck of hope to beat the nature boy rick flair all you are is a power wrestler that got lucky we polished you up and made you look like a credible superstar take away that talent take away that polish take away everything and you're nothing but just a man just like dusty Rhodes, just like cm punk just like cody Rhodes, just like john morrison just like everyone on this roster they are nothing 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 but amateurs compared to the nature boy rick Flair, I beat Randy Savage out of this business, and I'll beat you out of this business if I have to. And Randy Savage, you want to fight me at Wrestle Kingdom? I'll even put the belt on the line and beat you again. And I'll even have a celebration right in front of you, in front of your former lovely lady, Elizabeth, who, let me tell you, does amazing, amazing things. 
And I can understand why she left you because yeah, we you weren't man enough to hold up. Just like you're not man enough, Wyndham. We gave you so many opportunities to try to get the U.S. title, to get tag team titles, to get gold, and you failed, and you sunk, and you dropped, and you couldn't get the job done. And you want to come after me, the greatest champion of all time? You want to come after me? Good luck, pal, because there is no way on God's green earth that you're going to do it. Three minutes, Starcade couldn't get the job done, and you are no exception to the rule. Try it, pal. I'll see you at Clash of the Champions. I'll see you there, and I'll beat you. I'll beat you just like I beat everybody else. Woo! Woo! Holy shit, balls. Holy shit, man. Jesus, DM. You really push it with your Ric Flair personnel, man. And your results for the Japan War. The show kicked off with Tiger Mask 4 having an in-ring classic with Zikosis able to take him down easily with Tiger Driver. The second match saw Ultimo Dragon squaring off against Kenny Omega, who first shook his hand, asked for an autograph, and said he couldn't wait to get this match going. Ten minutes thereafter, Ultimo Dragon was able to defeat Kenny Omega with the Asai DDT. Third match on the card was the rivalry of the show, as it was John Morrison versus Sami Zayn 4. Both of these men went back and forth, hitting each other with every single thing they had. John Morrison, though, in the end, was able to defeat Zane with an assisted German suplex. Both of them shaking hands as Morrison said he was that close, but he had a long way to go. Fourth match on the card, saw Natalia score off against Tamina. The roughneck, strong style of Tamina could not match up to the technical game of Natalia, who beat her with an inside cradle. Fifth match on the card was Winter scoring up against Molly Holly, who came back rejuvenated and strong. But Winter was too strong, able to drop her down with the absolute zero DDT. The semi-main event of the evening was Mickey James going up against Molina, who prior to their semi-main event was going on and on how she could sing, dance, and look better in any kind of clothing better than Mickey James. Five minutes thereafter, Mickey James beat her with the Mick kick. And in the main event, Prince Devitt defended the FIP Championship against La Sombra, a 21-minute bout that saw both of these two nearly kill each other. Devitt, of course, scoring the win with the silver bullet, knocking Sombra out to retain the title. Post-match, he would be over to the back, doing an interview quickly, saying Tyson Kidd had a long way to go if he was going to defeat him at Clash of the Champions for the FIP Championship as war came to a close. Whoa. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Nice. Real nice. Well, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, what a nitro that was. Funny and cool and holy shit here and there. Wow. That's funny nitro for you. Whew. What can I say? DM. Okay, what? That's <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, I was waiting for the transition. Um, it opens up with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, with Dylan uh, saying he's now the official general manager and he's going to retcon some inadequacies. Uh, Steamboat got screwed two weeks ago. Brett got screwed last week. And, well, Wyndham kind of got a number one contenders match. So here's what we're going to do put all three of them in a match. The winner is going to face Flair at the uh, Clash of the Champions. More on that later. 
Uh, and that's the sh- that's the match that actually opens up. It's a triple threat. Wyndham's able to get the win because Steamboat goes down due to his son, and Brett gets distracted because he smacks into the corner. One, two, three. Wyndham is your winner, and says, uh, "I don't forget what happened at War Games. I'm gonna take your fucking head off and kill you." <sighs> wow. Yeah. This um, JJ announcing that he was the official general manager. Okay, makes sense. He's been a good one so far. Um, so good. Um, the the hilarious, or when you can see it, it's almost a slip up. Is he meant to say, "I'm a clear of various uh, contradictions or uh, you know controversial issues"? He said, "I'm going to retcon them," uh, which <laughs> retcon. <laughs> retcon is. You were thinking it, 2000, weren't you? Yeah, retcon is. Yeah. Retcon is retroactive continuity, which uh, usually means go back and pretend this never happened or this thing did happen. So it was hilarious that he used that word. Um, <laughs> he's so from he, the south; he's allowed to slip up. Yeah, well, yeah. He said if you, so, he basically <laughs> put things. This is what I saw it as. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened, and this is what's going to happen tonight. So fuck you, I'm in charge, and fuck you, Flair. Uh, so yeah, he basically lays out the night. Uh, then we get the triple threat match, which is to decide uh, who's going to be the world champion challenger. I'm all behind Brett Hart here, considering I went off the air last week, but no, it turns out to be Wyndham. Uh, different choice, as I say, uh, as Flair as says, a kind of unexpected choice. I mean, you've got this long-running storyline going with him, so it definitely is something that's been slow-burning. Um, but uh, yeah, I've just uh, got a couple of weeks to uh, to uh, sell me on Wyndham, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Uh- as, um, this was awesome how to start Nitro off uh, again with that hilarious word that you said that makes it like it, it never really happened so yeah, yeah that, I purposely said that I didn't think he sounded purposely at all no, I it, was it, was purposely say, it was purposely said to get that reaction <laughs> oh yeah I, I know what you mean by that dude but it's just that on the other hand it sounded hilarious though even though it was purposely done but um wow what a, good, what a good way to uh, start off Nitro with it, but um, we'll get into the match later itself. But uh, I have to admit, uh, the way how you announced the show and you said that you were going to give the fans a good treat and give us all these matches, and we did get some. But wow, what can I tell you? It's pretty cool how this all started off, and I like the way you, how you got this individual now as your new general manager. So uh, I wonder where Nitro is going to go from there. Hmm, I wonder. Yeah, well... Uh, we go to a quick little break, and we come back, and we find out that, well, Richie wants a rematch. Well, no shit. But he wants it to be no DQ. This time, there are no exceptions. He, he, he wants to, to finish this. He wants a rematch, no disqualifications. Will it be accepted? More on that later. Yeah, uh, this this was kind of the throwing down the gauntlet of, of him saying, you know what, fuck you, Dad. Uh, bringing up all the stuff that's coming between them, all the bad blood, all the history, all this stuff. is says, you know what, we've got to end this now. I'm not going to wait any longer. I want to rematch at this time. I want to have no restraints in the way. Uh, it's like, okay, gloves are off. Let's see if uh, Ricky responds, because obviously Ricky was the one who went out of his way to use the roll-up at Starcade, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is from Richie, isn't it? Yeah. He threw uh, down the challenge. Yeah. No DQ. Meaning if he wants to use a gun, he probably will attempt it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. This is getting a bit way over over here, man. Jeez. If Richie wants this, he's going to get it. 
but oh Jesus, he's going way over the line with this. Whatever he is, he's going through. Oh God. Somehow I don't know why, but I just cannot stand Richard anymore. I just can't. Literally. Called booking him as a heel. Uh, second match on the card Jeez, is Rusev versus, it's Rusev versus Dustin because it's what he wanted last week. Uh, unfortunately, Rusev's too strong. He makes him tap out, and he goes to hurt him some more. Cody comes out and attempts to beat the shit out of Rusev, knocks him out with the TV monitor, enters security, and uh, says, I want him later on tonight because fuck him. More on that later. That's part one. There's a lot of part one, part twos in this show. Yes, it is. Lots of setup and payoffs yeah. and good, you know, storyline development and good stuff. Uh, so yeah, Dustin's here to defend his brother's honor, and well, doesn't get too far because it's fucking Rusev. So Rusev crush and Rusev did. Uh, but that comes, yeah, comes Cody. Big brawl, big brawl, big brawl. Uh, you know, separated just like we got last week. But uh, in this case, it was uh, Cody saying, uh, "No, I want, I want you to wrestle again, and it'll be against me." And Rusev says, "All right." <laughs> It's like it's Cody. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, this this was the match between Rusev and um, Dustin. K- Dustin, formerly yeah. known as Goldust. <laughs> um, wow, great match back and forth between these two. I thought Rusev was going to lose it, but no, you had to have Otonga out there to screw him over, and uh, and Rusev remains unbeaten. But shockingly enough, Dustin came out to give him a helping hand, and he beat that shite out of him. And eventually, um, they had a bit of a brawl, but security came over, and they later revealed that, that Rusev's going to have another match, this time with Cody. And wow, you really are trying to push Cody back into the mainstream a little bit here. Hmm. That's really interesting, considering the fact that you've been using him for some time. But at the same time, you're also pushing Rusev and his undefeated streak up as well. It really is interesting, and we would find out later on in the next matchup. But I have to admit, I, I give Dustin Reynolds credit for hanging in there. But he tried. He just, I mean, he's a big guy. He tried. So. Oh, no. yeah, he's a big guy. Two, about six six foot six and 260 pounds. He did a good job. But, wow, he just became another victim to Rusev's streak. But I give him credit for trying, though, as you said. He had nothing to be ashamed of, either. We get the bow promo. It's in an orphanage. And he tells them that it's not that nobody loves you at all. It's just that no one loves you today. And one day you'll have a family of your own. And by the way, um, watch me on this DVD beating Hayabusa <laughs> over and over and over oh, again. God. Donates $1,000. And Heaton says if he had the money, he'd send them all to a camp of concentration. And that's that. Oh, God. <sighs> Where do I begin? <laughs> Where will yeah, I begin after? I, I, blame I, BM for this. He put the belt on him. Yeah, I know. I love the. Yeah, I, the, I love that you're just calling it the bow promo because we know that you know. So that like, yeah, comes and it's like, oh god, here we go. Uh, you know, this week is an orphanage. Oh my god, you know, it's all that stuff. You know, just bow leave and you'll have a family. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> oh, god. Then, then of course, you know, we donate the measly thousand bucks, and it's like, okay, well, thank you, I guess. And look at me being high and beats her over and over again. Aren't you inspired, children? <laughs> Um, and then he even yeah. turned the volume up for the the blind people. Yes, oh. it didn't really, didn't really help the deaf ones. But, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yes, uh, Heenan then would jump in and say his usual, whatever Boa said, he's just going to make it worse. And this week it was a Holocaust joke. So, yep. <laughs> this well, was strike you know, one of, wow, if this show was real, one. this show would have to be on fucking Netflix because it would be off the fucking air. <laughs> yep. I would say strike one, Carl. This is we apologize. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, too late. <laughs> you Dude, know, can, oh. you, can you imagine social media if this show existed? Can yes. you imagine the lawsuits that this company would <laughs> yes, be? Yes, I can The Parents Television Council will be burning epigies of DM in the street. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what WWE is going to be like with all this thing. So that's what PG show is all about. But I agree with you, Carl, on well, this, this whole PG. thing. This is beyond. <laughs> I know, but seriously, imagine if we had seen it in the real thing. <laughs> oh, my God. With social media. There are a few lines like, I will not cross, uh, and I'll let you know when we get to them. Oh, God. You know, what can I say? What can I say? I, I just cannot. And I repeat, I just cannot. No, I don't know where to start here, dude. I, oh, as much as I find these so hilarious, I just can't stand that blue believer. Oh, oh. But seriously, man, I mean, I'm not blaming you for this. I blame BM for putting the bat on, on Bo Dallas. But with all these promos he's doing over and over, oh, God, it just, it makes me so entertained. But at the same time, it just makes me just hate Bo Dallas and his believe movement shit stuff. If anybody was, if he wants to believe in anything, well, believe this. Give the middle finger to you, dick. Not you, DM. But anyways, with all this charity thing and all this BS stuff, I I puke on that man. Jesus Christ. I think I'll say it a lot more better than I could because I literally just found it hilarious. But at the same time, it was just pissing shit at the same time with Bo Dallas. Yeah. But I know. I... I'm having fun with this, needless to say. Oh, how yeah, you having fun with it, dude? <laughs> he has Tyler Breeze. I have Bo Dallas. Uh, in a promotional power of the night, it's Devitt versus Kenta because he doesn't care about fucking weight limits anymore. It's like, fuck it, I want to represent my company. And he gets the shit kicked out of him, but he's able to win by knockout. Devitt retains with a fucked up eye. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about... Uh weight limits he challenges a heavyweight he gets a heavyweight fucking injury so that's what you get you, you know um you know he gets the win walks away with some scars because it's fucking kiboshi epic match awesome match uh, another really really good you know stacked title match on a really stacked show so yeah uh, good stuff all around uh kiboshi still looks strong uh david retains continues on the rise up Rebel. Mm. i have to admit this match was actually one of the best matches ever but Kabashi took it to the limit with with um, Prince Devitt. Despite that, Devitt got his got himself cut open, and he got the scarred shot slapped out of him left and right. But I'll, I'll tell you what, man, Kenta was one of the hardest opponents ever for for um, for Devitt. But but Prince Devitt, as usual, showed his toughness, and he was just you know he was not screwing around, and he definitely took it to Kenta in the end. He won it with a silver bullet, knocking Kenta out, thus scoring a big win and I'd say an impressive win over his career in the NWA. And despite I'm not a Devitt fan like DM or BM is, I slowly am getting into his character. I really am enjoying it and 
it may be a couple of few more months before I really start becoming a big fan of his. It'll be a week. I'll, I, yeah, um, but I'll tell you what, though. I, I'm surprised that he was able to walk out despite his eye cut open. Jeez, what them scars and stuff here. He, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you this, though. Prince Dan is going to feel sore by next week and still will be because that Kenta really, really took him to the limit, if not over it. Well, there, you just don't fuck with Kabashi. Uh, some of them have been in the evening. It's Cody versus Rusev. Cody just attacks him. He's just going every fucking doing everything he fucking can. Uh, Tonga tries to get involved. Dustin's like, oh, no, this is how that how I got fucked. So he's trying to help his brother out. And, yeah, I'm going to knock him out. Crossroads, one, two. Enter Punk with the steel chair. Knocking Cody out. Referee tosses the match out. Dusty's like, oh, no, not to my sons, baby. I'll help my son, younger one, but fuck the older one. Fuck him. Hmm. And, yeah, we guess we kind of make him officially a heel now. And Punk pretty much takes out Dusty with a goddamn steel chair. He gets taken to the fucking hospital. And Cody pretty much says, this is strike two. Uh, the guy that killed Bruiser Brody is going to get pardoned because when I get a hold of you, that's going to look like fucking a nursery rhyme compared to what I'm going to do to you. <laughs> well, he did get pardoned, first of all. Um, and, uh, um, he got let off. But, the yeah, this, this was uh, great, you know. You managed to get, look, keep Rizov looking strong in the case of, uh, you know, Dustin interfered, you know, for you fuck me, so I'm going to fuck you kind of thing. Um, but still, as Cody looks like he may get the victory off that, it goes punk. It breaks down basically into that situation. The Rusev thing transfers onto punk. All the heat transfers onto punk at that point. Um, but just when he's beating them both down, here comes Dusty to save the day, but then he gets destroyed, which is the ultimate prick heel thing to do. Absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah, it's right up there, almost, with the Stu and Helen beatdown. Um, mm-hmm. to, they definitely draw heat, because everybody loves Dusty and all that stuff. Uh, well, maybe he doesn't care about the other son, because he's back, she's back with, uh, or he's back with Terry Runnels. Uh, that, 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 that's the reason he stopped caring about him and just raised Cody in the first place, right? That whore. Uh, you with that whore, baby. You get what you deserve. <laughs> Out of my head. And then, uh, and then he went and did that shoot promo on Raw. For, yeah. Um, no, uh, this this, yeah. The, the, this was good stuff again. Beating down Dusty, making him you know, one of my sympathetic guys in terms of babyfaces in the wrestling industry, one of the biggest prick heels, making Punk into the biggest fucking heel on the show. Yeah, this was this was uh, great all round in terms of drawing heat. No problems here whatsoever. Oh my god. Uh, I have to tell you, this was a very good match, making Rusev look strong, and Cody literally took it this time, and he almost got the win, but damn it. That CM Punk screwed him over again. And really, really, really getting pure with it as well. But I'll tell you what, at the very end, they left and they were taken to the hospital and whoever else appeared at the end, um, who was it again? Who, who got involved when they got sent to the hospital? That was I Cody. Couldn't hear it Cody that. basically saying, I'm out for blood now. Oh, I'm out going for blood. After yeah, that, pr- that promo. Oh. That promo. That promo. Jeez. Wow. You won't get. You won't say anything like that in in on live television. I don't think. Oh, well, we're from the south. We're from the south. They're a little more. Well, well, good. I'm glad you guys slipped are and drunk. <laughs> nice one, dude. Um, wow. So I take it now that the Cody Rhodes CM Punk thing is in place. So that's something I'm going to enjoy a lot. We then get uh, a quick little. Well, not a quick. A little snippet. And uh, 
Ricky uh, comes out of the trainer's room. He's okay, but he goes, I'm going to be taking a week off to heal. I accept the challenge. Here's what's going to happen, though. We're not doing this again. One more fight. Loser is gone. It's a career-ending match. This... I'll see you, in, see you in two weeks. Yeah, this was a, a, a great uh, promo in terms of just, you know, not only, again, you, in Rishi's promo, it was about getting him all the heat. This promo, it's about getting all the sympathy for Ricky as this father. You can tell that he doesn't want to hurt him and all this stuff, but he's like, you know what? You've pushed me to this point, but if we're going to do this, no DQ, it's going to be the last time. You know, we can't exist in the same company anymore. This can't continue anymore, and there's no way that we can exist in the same workplace without this stopping. So, yep, one is going to retire. It's literally what I said going into Starcade, except now it's in the contract. You know, um... So we're either going to see the retirement of Ricky at the hands of his son, the, you know, and the transfer of, of all that. Or we're going to see Richie come to an end, and that'll be it. And Well, yeah, this is certainly making Clash of the Champions must-see. Yeah. What what a going with... into this fucking show. Yeah. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, this whole thing between Steenbar and Richie has gone way beyond what I thought it would do. And uh, I like how you put Ricky, Ricky Steamboat with this promo that telling that Richie, you want to get what you wanted. Oh, yes, you got it. And now this whole thing is going to end in a career-ending match. That's probably the, that's, that is the rubber match in wrestling. You know, NWA is not big enough for these two. Only one can stay and one has to go. You know, and uh, it possibly this could be the end for Richie because... He's gone over his head with this, and perhaps his dad could end it once and for all, and Richie could go out and wear and move on. Forget he never even bothered fighting his dad. For any cases, though, this feud is going to be one of the ones that we'll be talking about, because something reminds me of, uh, of another career-ending match that I saw, particularly the famous one, which was the first time at WrestleMania 7 between Randy Savage and Ultimate Warrior. This is possibly going to be something like that, I think will conclude in the Richie and Ricky Steamboat feud. Except it's father that's father and son. My... It's a little more, that, little more, little more personal. That's the only difference, A little though. more personal. Uh, we go back to the ring, and C.D. Parker's in the ring. And he's all, yeah, look, um, this whole hippie thing, yeah, it's not working because you people just don't care. And that's sad, and I apologize that you people don't care. And the reason why you don't care is because you all need Jesus in your lives. And starting tomorrow, I'm starting... Next week, I'm going to hold a prayer on live oh, TV God. for everybody. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Oh, my God. It's about to worse. Yeah, we're going that route. Yeah. <laughs> you had to. You had to, man. I heard the glasses drop, and I'm grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 as soon as he came out, he was doing his usual spiel. It's like, okay. Okay, okay, you know, world saving, polarized caps. And then he started going, you know, maybe I'm just being a prick. And you're like, yes, yes, you are being a prick. And he was like, you know what? I've realized you are. You all need Jesus. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, and that, at that point, I literally just, yeah, I threw my glasses off, face bomb. I was like, oh, God. Because, yeah, so now he's a religious character. <sighs> well, oh, shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> this uh, I I I had the Pope for a while, uh, and now you have C.J. Parker, who I have no doubt will be soon becoming like a you know a brother love style televangelist coming out <laughs> no, uh, no, no, coming no, no, out no, 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 preaching no. about how no. uh, it's overrun with all the yellow japs that have to be stricken down no, by the power no, of God no, no. and. Yes, yes, this is gonna this is gonna happen. No, don't give him any ideas. He's gonna, he's gonna be coming he's gonna be having God as his tag team partner. <laughs> God please don't don't go down there. Given given the hot, given the hot tag to God and the spotlight can be wild, I don't know. But uh, yeah this, this, some of these promos oh my god. Oh my god, in hell indeed. I am going, going to get stuff. me off the TV award. That's exactly how I'm going yes. for it. Yes, you are. <laughs> you want that reward again, don't you, DM? You did hey. it last year. So let's, got... ju- let's just keep count. In one night, Holocaust joke, Bruiser Brody joke, religious joke. <laughs> oh god. I think I've covered all of it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you 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 crossed the pissed, line, boy. You've pissed off the the Mexicans, Puerto Ricans. You've pissed off the Jewish, and now you're pissed off the Christians. <laughs> That's what I am, you know. There's a reason why Kane wasn't booked on the show. Oh, I was just going to say, where the hell is Kane? Is he taking a night off? Hey, he's off somewhere else doing his own thing. <clears throat> you should have put him on main event uh, on the on on war on the Japan thing. Oh, I, got a, I, I got plans. <laughs> Wait till. Oh, right. That's good. Nah, maybe he'll, he'll turn up somewhere else. Uh, then we get to the actual main event, which is Flair versus Buddha. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, have Buddha. No... I got <laughs> nothing else to say after that. It's Flair versus fucking Buddha. Uh, Flair cheats. Duh. Uh, goes to the back, and he, he goes, Hey, you uh, you survived Muda. You didn't beat him. You survived him. Um, you're going to fight Wyndham. Flair promo in one fucking breath. And also, he accepted Randy Savage's challenge. All in one breath. I was <laughs> done at the breath. end of that. <sighs> I bet you were, DM. Hell of a way to bang. Great, great world title <laughs> match. Um, you know, I think you continually always bring it with the main events, and this is another one that's just one of those classic, you know, matches, rematches, whatever to call it, of just two you know, world class athletes for the world title. But it's one that's, you know, strong enough to be the main event of TV, but maybe not just a pay per view. Um. Or it could have been made about a pay-per-view, to be fair. Uh, I respect the Flair one. Uh, you know, really good match, but I respect the Flair one, even if it is a cook in the tights and all that stuff. I like that there was a finish. Uh, again, same as it's been lately. Uh, but, yeah, Flair quickly gets out there, and Moot is like, oh, you motherfucker. like, oh, fuck it, I'm gone, bye. Champagne's already on the freaking Liz is waiting in the limo. <laughs> um, yeah, but we get the promo, and this was classic Flair. If this was Flair to a T, this was Flair incarnate. Um, just incarnate. Uh, <laughs> absolutely the, the, um, just the, the cadence, the voice, the no taking any breath whatsoever, which you could tell. Uh, a superb flair promo, superb Gomez flair, uh, just everything was saying, I made you Wyndham and all this stuff, and you're not worth a job. You're not worth to lick my boots and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, you'd be nothing. You'd, you'd just be a big powerhouse and you'd, you'd be a talentless hack without me. And 
uh, all this great, yeah, just just really good stuff laying into him, making it personal, building the feud, building the heat for the feud, but at the same time managing to get in there. Oh yeah, by the way, and also Randy Savage, I'll face you, and I've got the I'll have this world title, I'll defend it against you as well. So that's already booked for already got one match booked for us. <laughs> He's so. booking his own matches now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love how this feud that that, that they obviously he was kicked out of uh, NWA. Uh, Savage has gone on and he's in his own feuds in the WWF, but in the middle of a promo about the fucking um, he, he challenges him, and then in the middle of Flair's promo about his feud that's going on, he responds. So it's like they're, <laughs> they're both like doing their feud and they're going, "Oh yeah, by the way, fuck you, Ric Flair." And it's like I'm doing my feud. Oh yeah, by the way, fuck you, Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, a really good promo. Oh, Jesus. I have to tell you, man, what a good match between, uh, well, sort of a good match between Flair and Muta, but wow. Again, Flair cheats. Typical Rick. And uh, I, I'm, I, as much as I have to say about the match, the promo at the end was awesome. Your typical Rick first style, done in one breath. Man, you, you really push it with your... With your your Ric Flair persona there, DM. You literally do. How you do it is beyond me. So, something that I couldn't even do of. But uh, anyways, anyways, well, Flair laid down a good promo. He said he's been the best before him and he's a 17-time world champ. Then he put the boot verbally to Barry Winder that he will be his next challenger. And then he mentioned that he's done he's done it before, he'll do it over again and again and again and again. Typical. And uh, at the very end, he... Oh. I can hear him dropping off for a while. Is he the, is he gone? Am I on? 